It's Thursday, October 6th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. gas prices are ticking up after a roughly 100-day decline, threatening to inflict new pain on consumers who have been grappling with widespread inflation for more than a year. The OPEC Plus Alliance of Oil Exporting Countries decided Wednesday to sharply cut production to support sagging oil prices, a move that could deal the struggling global economy another blow. Energy ministers cut production by a larger-than-expected 2 million barrels per day starting in November after gathering their first face-to-face meeting at the Vienna headquarters of the OPEC oil cartel since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. The group said the decision was based on the uncertainty that surrounds the global economic and oil market outlooks. Oil is trading well below its summer peaks because of fears that major global economies such as the U.S. or Europe will sink into recession due to high inflation, rising interest rates, and energy uncertainty over Russia's war in Ukraine. The OPEC Plus decision could help member Russia weather a looming European ban on most of Moscow's oil, but its impact will have some limitations because countries in the alliance already cannot meet their quotas. In other news, U.S. stock indices fell on Wednesday after giving up late-session gains. The S&P 500 fell 7.65 points, the tech-focused Nasdaq composite lost 27.5 points, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average declined 42 points. All indices snapped a two-day winning streak. Wednesday's decline continues a weeks-long sell-off in stocks. The market has experienced volatility as the Federal Reserve increased interest rates this year in an effort to tame elevated inflation. Economic data released on Wednesday showed signs of a strong economy, strengthening the belief that a Fed pivot is unlikely and fueling the market's dip. Data showed that the U.S. trade deficit narrowed to $67.4 billion in August from a revised $70.5 billion one month earlier. Out of the 11 sectors within the S&P 500, eight sectors declined, with the energy, information technology, and healthcare sectors seeing gains. Around the world, a former police officer opened fire at a child care center in northeast Thailand, killing more than 30 people, including 22 children. The gunman later killed himself, his wife, and his child, police said. According to the police, he was fired from the police force after being arrested with methamphetamines on his person. The mass shooting occurred in the Nongbua Lampu province Thursday afternoon local time. Meanwhile, Russian missiles struck the city center of the southeastern Ukrainian city of Zaporizhia, killing at least one person early on Thursday, while Ukraine's forces reclaimed more territory from Moscow, according to senior Ukrainian officials. At least seven missiles struck the city in an attack that hit a series of apartment buildings, according to Kirill Timoshenko, a Ukrainian presidential advisor. At least six people were also wounded in the strike, he said, noting that a woman initially reported as a second death had survived. Zaporizhia and the surrounding area have been a focal point of Russian attacks in recent months after Russia seized control of the nearby nuclear power plant with the same name. Verified video of the aftermath of the attack showed smoke rising from the ruins of a building that had been reduced to rubble while firefighters searched for survivors. Ukrainian officials have said that Russia has escalated a campaign of attacks that have struck civilian targets in recent weeks at a time when Moscow's forces are losing ground to a swift Ukrainian military offensive. And, 
SpaceX blasted another crew toward the International Space Station, launching a group that includes a Russian cosmonaut and Nicole Aunapuman, who became the first Native American woman in space. The crew began their flight to the station on a Crew Dragon vehicle that SpaceX launched around 12 p.m. Eastern Time Wednesday using one of its reusable Falcon 9 boosters, according to a live stream from NASA. The second stage of the vehicle separated from the booster shortly after takeoff and fired its engine to send the Dragon toward the space station. The spacecraft is expected to reach the facility at roughly 5 p.m. today. This mission marks the sixth time SpaceX has flown astronauts to the station for the space agency since 2020 and comes after NASA has moved to deepen its relationship with the Elon Musk-led company. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.